What is going on, family? What is going on? I am Angela Crenshaw, guys. What is going on, family? So we are going to give you a midweek moment throwback called Little Romance. As you know, if you listen to us on Wednesday, and if you haven't, why not? Sanchez has been under the weather. My co-host, my homeboy, my ride or die, the love of my life. He is under the weather, guys. Oh, my baby. But anyway, guys, so what we decided to do, because you know, we love giving you a little romance. We love talking about so much other things that we want to just give you a throwback of midweek moment. So listen to this. We love you for our new listeners. We hope you enjoy. We hope you'll come back and we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Bye. Love you. Well, hello there, family. I didn't see you there. And welcome back to another edition of Midweek Mama with the Crenshaws. I am Sanchez Crenshaw, and as always, I am joined by the most beautiful woman I know, my best friend, my BFF, the best part of my life, the Sue Storm to my Reed Richards. What is going on, family? What is going on? I am Angela Crenshaw. Guys, what is going on, family? How y'all doing? That's my wife, family. What's going on, Sanchez? That's my wife, family. What's going on? Nothing much, babe. Living a dream. That's all, living a dream. What dream you living? That one. Okay. Whichever one you want it to be, that's the one I'm living. Cool, cool. I appreciate it. How are you? I'm good. So. What's up? I'm going to let you do your housekeeping before we get into it because I was going to get into it and then I knew was going to be like, can I please do the housekeeping, please? Let me do that. So do your housekeeping. Appreciate it. I like to sweep up around the door before people come. Go ahead. Make so it clean. I appreciate clean. that. So family, first of all, for our new listeners, we thank you for being a part of this journey. We thank you for joining us, however you're listening to us, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's on Podbean, whether it's mm-hmm. on Spotify, okay. whether it's on Google Play Music, whether it's on iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. or if you're listening via our personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. We thank you for joining thank us. We you thank you for coming thank along for the you. ride. For our returning family members, as always, our heart goes out to you. We thank you guys. Thank the gratitude you. What's going that we on, have family? For sticking with us. I think thank this is you. like our 38th or 39th episode. I think so. Which is crazy and amazing. At the same time. Uh, at the same time. And we just thank you guys for just being a part of what we do. We consider ourselves an interactive podcast. We are. Interactive. We are. Yes, Simply we what are. that means is that you can find us on the socials. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. All in the Crenshaw Corner. Yes. And then you can also email us at thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. And just thank you guys. Thank you guys. We appreciate it. Thank you for returning. Thank you for the first time. Yeah. We appreciate it. No, we truly do. We do appreciate um, you. So, Bay, mm-hmm. seemed like you got something you want to like get into, something meaty, because you just wanted to jump right into it. So, what's up? What you got? I don't know if it's meaty. I, I will say this. So we did the podcast for when was it Wednesday? Oh uh, yeah, it was Wednesday. Yes, the last midweek moment. It was intimacy. 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 So if you haven't listened, why not go back and catch up? It's there. Yeah. It's available. Now, quick question, because yes, maybe baby. I was someplace else. Did you say midweek moment? This is midweek moment. I, I at the beginning, I did. did. I said thank you for joining us for another episode of the midweek moment with the Crenshaws. Yeah. Was I sitting here? You were. I okay. thought you were. Great. I don't know. It just kind of like passed me. But anyway, okay. so we were. I'm still accepting resumes. <laughs> just putting that out there. Yeah, I can put it out here if you want to. Just put it on out here. It's going to be three of us doing it. Three going to be three. <laughs> three. Uno, dos, tres. Look at you being bilingual. Yes. What do you think it means? How do you say 
And in French. And. Uno, dos, tres. Trece. Trece? In French? Or is that. Uh, uno, uno, dos, dos tres. tres. I think it's trece. You sure? I feel like. I feel like. Somebody will correct I this. feel like it's trece. Somebody will correct this. Once, doce, trece, catorce. I don't know. I may be missing. I may be mixing French and Spanish. Okay, that's not that. Who, who knows? Mm-mm, no, just, just forget the whole thing. So listen, we. So we did intimacy. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. On the last Wednesday. midweek moment. Um, after dark. After It was an after, after dark, mm, dark, dark. Wow. Dark, dark so, edition. And so we had people reaching out to us and was like, hey, you know, asking us questions. First, we had people asking us about the DVD. So we told it, we put it on Boys our page. Man, ABC. So. Oh, you didn't say BBD. No, I said DVD. Oh, got you. Um, the. Uh, strength and suck seduction. Strength. Strength of seduction. Strength of, strength of seduction. Is that what it is? It's a lot seduction of or strength. Something like that. But anyway. No, so, I feel like it's strength of seduction. Strength of seduction. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm going to double check it. We'll keep talking. But Wait I think a minute. It's, I think so, it's strength of seduction. Anyway, so we put it that out there. That was your thing. How you don't remember? I don't remember. So I put it out there for everybody so y'all can go. So we got a lot of people that were like, okay. Very interested. Thumbs up. Strength of seduction. Yeah, strength of seduction. World's sexiest couples workout. Workout part one and two. Yeah, yeah. So DVD people, go ahead and get it if you like it. Boys go ahead and get man. it. And ABC, the crazy thing is, DVD. this has been out for a very long time. So this is not family. just hello. Yes, ma'am. I'm here. So it didn't just come out um, this year or last. It's been, it's been out for a minute. Yeah, I'm seeing. I'm seeing YouTube videos dating back to 2015. Yes. Well, here's the time. I think because of COVID 19, people stay in the house. People gain weight. This would be a great way. But anyway, back to what I was saying. So everybody was just um, commenting on it. We're not sponsored by them, people. We're not sponsored by them. But the people were commenting on it. It was like, oh, my God, that's such a good idea. And just like even trying to get us to get a little bit more risque on intimacy tip. A little risque never hurt uh, nobody. No, people. We I'm will not. Saying. That's as far as we're going to go. A little risque. So we was like, let's stay in the same kind of area of that. So we're we doing gonna, another after dark. No, we're dark. not doing another after dark. Oh, but like we are going to do romance. And again, like last week, I'm going to ask you questions and you're going to answer. I'm not getting involved. I just want to hear what your answers were. People seem very interested in what your answers are. Why am I always the guinea pig? No, you're not the guinea pig. You're the person who's going to answer the questions. You're the wow. person. Okay. So, so, so these are going to be romantical based questions. Mo- romantical based questions. Okay. okay. So first of all, before mm-hmm. we even do that, I got a question. Mm-hmm. What is romance? You tell me. I'm not answering any questions today. At least set, what is no, at what least is, set the what table. Is romance to you. I'm not. No, doing, man. No. Set the table. Come on, dog. I'm not setting the table. Come on, man. It's only fair, no, man. Whenever it's a buffet. Whenever it's my. T- it's whenever bu- whenever it's I bu- bring the topic to the it's table, a man. Buffet. Come on, no, buffet. What is so now that you That's said that? Wrong, what is romance man. to you? I don't know. Google That's why I'm that. asking you. No, go Google that. Go to Google. That's why I'm Tell asking. us what Webster says about this, romance. This is why I am accepting nope. resumes. Nope, not good. This is all about you answering. Co-host. Uh-huh. Because I'm saying. Go ahead. It's your topic. You should. What does it say? Romance means. Okay, so Webster describes romance as simply mm-hmm. a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. It also says a quality or feeling of mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life, which I don't understand that second one. Okay. Hey. So now what does that, now that you Webstered it, what so does romance mean to you? So a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. Yeah, and that's what Webster said, but what that's does what it Webster. mean to you? I don't know if, to be honest, I don't know if I've ever really grasped the concept of romance, to be honest. Mm. Um, so that's why, I, that's why I asked, that's literally why I asked you the question. 
um, let's go ahead and set the the baseline for you, what you romance did. is. You did. Not necessarily what Webster says about it, because yet, yeah, even though that's the official definition, yeah. you know, there are some words that mean, even though there's an official definition for it, there's some words that mean something different to people, like love. There's an official a definition of, of the word love, mm-hmm. but love means different things to different people. But the foundation doesn't change. Yeah. But so, so that's why I wanted to know so, what so was you're your... saying that you're not romantic or you don't know what romance... What, what you saying here? First of all, I feel like I'm being interrogated. No, you're not. Because I feel I'm... like every time I pose a question to the arresting officer, mm-hmm. they don't want to answer anything they just want to oppose their authority upon me and not really give me an answer to my question officer i want to know why i'm being detained okay so you're being detained because you're about to ask these ask these questions so get ready to answer all right go right ahead so are you ready i'm ready i guess i don't know but let's do it how do you define quality time and what are some of the most quality time we spent together recently i define quality time as just being in each other's presence um which i know annoys you um, because my definition of quality time is just being under me. It's just being in my presence or me just being under you. We don't have to be doing anything. We mm-hmm. don't have to be talking. We don't have to be. It's For me, it's just like us laying on the couch or us laying in the bed. Watch You watching your one of your wonderful shows that you watch, Thank like you. Heart of Dixie, that hater. for some reason you're he, rewatching the whole seasons again. He's such a hater. I can go back to the Good Witch because that was my favorite too. <laughs> oh, and me just okay. and me just laying up under you. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that's quality time. I know for you it's a little different, but for me, just being in your presence is quality time for me. Mm. So that's what you consider quality time. Yeah. And so what it says, well, when's the most recent quality time we spent together? Because if that's if you think that's quality time, it means every day, all day, we spend in quality time. But I don't think so. That's why I said my definition may be a little <laughs> okay, different than yours. I'm like, uh, um, but, no, yeah, no, for, no. See, once again, for me, like we, ask, for me, we spend quality time every day mm-hmm. because like once our day comes to an end and you're kind of um, decompressing from the day, mm-hmm. you find one of your shows or whatever to watch and I'm just laying there beside you, rubbing your leg or rubbing your foot. Mm-hmm. To me, that's quality time. So to me, we spend quality time every day. Okay. I mean, I can't. I can't talk, so I can't. No, you can. You just choose not to. There's so much I can say that. Then say it. No, uh uh-uh. Okay, what is it about me that made you fall in love with me? That's scary. Um, You bullied me into it? I bullied you? Yeah, you told me, you gonna love me. No, I don't (laughs) think. That's what you said, though. You gonna love me. You said it just like that, too. Actually, what you did was you got me by my shirt and pulled me down to you because I, we kind of a foot difference in, in height, and you pulled me down to your uh-huh. level. He's like, you look me dead in my eyes very assertively. It's like you gonna love me. You's a lie. <laughs> Actually, you don't lie to don't lie to the family. No. Do you even do you even know what made you fall in love with me? Oh yeah, every day. I know we've been together a long time, so yeah. I'm just asking like. No, what made me what made me fall in love with you mm-hmm. is you, um, your assertiveness. Your aggressiveness, your mm-hmm. confidence. Okay. Um, because the one thing about you is that you've always been confident, mm-hmm. and that hasn't changed. And like the first day I met you, just your confidence, your you had this, you have this overwhelming ability to know who you are at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what situation you're in, no matter what you're going through, no matter what's thrown your way, 
you have this grounded groundedness about you mm-hmm. that you're always rooted in who you are. Mm-hmm. And I just found that very sexy and it just made me fall in love okay, with you. Okay, now 20 years in, do you still find that sexy? Because I feel like sometimes my aggressiveness bothers you. It does. So I need to know, do you still have the same feeling? Because I hear you saying it, I'm like, yeah, but some parts about that that you used to like in the beginning of our marriage is like I'm either too aggressive or I'm too something. So... Do you still feel the same way? About no, those same things, yeah. you know? Now, you got to understand, like always, and we've touched on this before, what draws you to a person mm-hmm. when you're quote-unquote dating, which you find cute in mm-hmm. the beginning, along the lines of the relationship, does eventually become annoying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing my cousin said to me um, the other day in a conversation we are having. He said, he's lived long enough to be the villain, mm-hmm. which is a, a line from The Dark Knight. Um, and that's what happens in a relationship. In a mm-hmm. relationship, if the relationship goes on long enough, you live long enough to become the villain. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is the things that were cute and that drew me to you mm-hmm. in the beginning, after a while, yeah, it does become annoying. It doesn't change the fact that I love you, and it doesn't change the fact I still love those things about you. Mm-hmm. Yes, from at, at times, your assertiveness, yes, your aggressiveness, um, your your constant need to be right all the time, mm-hmm. which I have the same thing. Okay, and I, I wasn't gonna say that. I was just looking at you. No, I was gonna say I, no. I talk about me. I talk about you. I talk about me. Okay. No, because and that's what and that's what gets in the way sometimes. Because what also drew me to you is that in a lot of ways we are alike. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, a lot of ways we're different. There has to be a balance. There has to be a yin and a yang. Okay. I will always talk about balance. Love Thanos. He's a little. We talk about Thanos. So I'm just much saying. On this show. It is because on this podcast, when I'm so many saying, different ones, man. he. I'm just he, saying. His, you talk about him so much, like he's one of our family members. No, but I'm just saying, of his method was a little off, mm-hmm. but the 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 idea behind it was pure. So that's all it is. But um, okay. but it's balanced, and so no, but those things, I, those things, I still love about you. I still love your assertiveness. I still love you being rooted in who you are. I still love that aggressiveness that you showed the very first day I met you. Mm-hmm. I still love those things. Yes, sometimes it, sometimes it does get on my nerves, mm-hmm. but it's only because two people that's always right. They're not always going to get along. Okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just listening. This is not my season to talk. Uh, it's my season to listen. I'm trying to figure out how we got there because it's a, a two way two way conversation. No, but. this is really good. I'm because these are things that I've never considered. Okay, so so we are into it again, going on 21 years. So the things that you because we talked about loving somebody, but do you still feel like you're in love with me? Because there's a difference. Yeah. Right? There's a difference of being in love and loving someone because I feel like you can, couples sometimes be together because they love each other. Right. And it's, and it's, um, what I'm trying to say, comfortable. It becomes right? comfortable. It's comfortable. It becomes convenient. But then they realize when they look at each other, like, I'm not in love with this person, but because this person is comfortable and I love them, I stay. You know? Yeah. So, no, I can, I can honestly say, mm-hmm. I, I love you mm-hmm. more now than I did when we first got together, mm-hmm. and I am more in love with you mm-hmm. today than I was 20 years ago. That hasn't changed. What happened? That I'm more in love with you? Yeah, just, I'm, I'm curious, like, what for what reason? Because we've done something together, we're, what, what makes that so? I get to see, I get to see the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I get to see who you truly are. I mean, not, mm. not saying that you're fake in public. Mm. I was wondering. No, but what I get to... Eye? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm wearing a mask. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> we all wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but it's just, 
I've I've got to see you at your best. I've got to see you at your worst. Mm-hmm. I've got to see you come out of hard times mm-hmm. um, and through it all. Who you are, the essence of you has never changed. Gotcha. The core of who you are has never changed. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, and I know I make random analogies, but if you've never heard it, there's a it's a, about a two minute and forty five second remix of a song. Mm-hmm. Jonah Lucas did a song. Um, Jonah Lucas. Joiner. Joiner. Lucas. Joiner Lucas. Yes. Okay. He's uh he's been out for a while, but he's kind of okay. really getting a name for himself. He's kind of an underground rapper. Mm-hmm. I'm th- I believe he's from the Bay Area, like the L- um California area. Mm-hmm. Really deep. Um. Really, he's a he's bringing back lyricism. Okay. Is what he's doing. Okay. And he put out a song. It was a homage to Will Smith. It's mm-hmm. called Will Smith. Oh, I know you're talking yeah. about now. I know. Where all he did was because growing up, Will was his idol. Right. So he decided to give Will his flowers while he was still alive. We, so cool. We've mentioned that, that before. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandfather used to say it all the time, give me my flowers while I can still smell them. Right. So he put out a song. Mm-hmm. Um, just basically, and it's, it was it basically went through the career of Will Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to his movies and just paying homage to him. Right. Well, Will Smith heard it and Will Smith decided to get on the track with him and they did a remix. Okay. And I listen to it all the time. It's 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 really hot, mm-hmm. and it's just Will Smith just killing the bars. Mm-hmm. And what he does in it, in in his verse, he pays homage to the people who did his idols growing up. Okay, um, Nelson Mandela, um, Julius Irvin because he's from Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, Muhammad Ali, just paying homage. Right, and then he also pays homage to Jonah Lucas. But one, and the reason I got here, the one thing he's the one thing that's constant is that he was saying how. Even when people were calling him corny, even when the when streets were putting dirt on his name, mm-hmm. he never changed. Okay. If you notice, if you when you listen to Will as far as his rapping, mm-hmm. his rapping hasn't he didn't he didn't fall into that trap like MC Hammer did. Mm-hmm. Where MC Hammer came out of the dancer, and then when um, gangster rap came out, he decided he wanted to be a gangster rapper. Gotcha. You know, a lot of people do that, mm-hmm. but Will stayed true to who he was. Right. And the reason I say that is thus is because I've seen you do the same thing. Okay. I've seen you life has hit you in these last twenty years. Life has hit you hard from a lot of different occasions and a lot of different ways. Yeah. I mean from loss of loved ones to our kids. I mean, it's been a lot of different things. Mm. And throughout that, you've never changed. Your essence you. has never changed. Your joy, your outlook on life, no matter no matter how bleak it was, you never changed. Mm. And I admire that about you. Thank you, babe. Thank you. Did I answer the question? You did. Okay, cool. You did. What's the next question? I'm choked up. I don't know what to say. I'm just saying. So, oh, I'll give you this one because you said that. So, let's see what you say now. Okay, what's up? What ways do we make up after we've had a disagreement that makes you feel like things are fine again? Oh, that's simple. I'll be the bigger person. And I accept your apology, and then we move on. But I don't. I don't ever. I don't apologize. Okay. What? No. Yeah, that's because I'm the bigger person. No. I'm, yeah, I'm the. No. I, I I lovingly look in your eyes, and I tell you, mm-hmm. you know, I forgive you for your behavior. Which okay, I that's forget, another thing. <laughs> I forgive you for stepping that's out of pocket. Thing. He, I, I'm angry. I'm upset about something. We discuss it because we really don't. We don't argue. Disagreements, yes, but not. We don't really do a whole bunch of arguing. We say what we feel or whatever. But and then it's over. But then 
I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm a talker. I love to talk. Anybody knows that about me. Um, but I don't say anything. I just go quiet. And then he comes out of nowhere, 15, 20 minutes later, talking about, okay, I accept your apology. I didn't apologize to you, bro. I didn't apologize to you. So why are you coming to accept my apology? And then when he says that, he go, oh, I'm the bigger person, so I'll accept it. I'm going to yeah. be the bigger person in this yeah, marriage. Because, no, sir. Yeah, because in a relationship, somebody no, sir. has to be the humble one. No. And become the bigger person. And typically, no. I choose to be that person. No, no, no. Double no. No, okay. So I think what happens is that mm-hmm. we... The one thing I think we've been very good at doing mm-hmm. is the ability... To agree to disagree. Yes. And I think that's the one thing that has kept us from not hurting each other. Having very um, having angry. Very angry arguments. Arguments. don't do that. Because I think the one thing in, in, like you always tell me, before we get into something, you'll say, hear my heart. Yeah. You know, that's one thing we always say to each other. And especially if we know that we're about to get it's into a conversation. Like, whoa. Yeah, when we know we're about to get into a conversation that can go really left, yeah, then we'll start. We'll preface it with, "Hear my heart." Or if we know it's going to be really intense, we preface it like, "We better pray before we talk," because yeah. that we both can hear and receive what we have to say. Because we, I think, with us, we're both we're our mouth is vicious. We yeah. are we are our mouth is vicious. We are people who can go there. Yeah, I yeah we, we easily go there. So we yeah, prefer we can. not to do that to each other because I believe the, the the power of the tongue is in like life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yeah. And I know that we can really destroy each other in our marriage with yeah, our mouths. We can, but, so I have but, to be careful because with that. we've in uh, anybody who's been in a relationship for any point in time. Mm-hmm. I know what cuts you. Yeah. And just like you know what cuts, cuts me exactly, and it can easily be said. And then you find yourself in a situation that you said something that there's no coming back from. Because um, um, contrary to popular belief, Mm -hmm. even in a marriage, especially in a marriage, you can say something that there is no coming back from. Yeah, that you can stay together, but you still, you didn't, you, you, every now and then you go to that place on vacation. You know what I'm saying? You go to that place that you were angry and you sit there for a week or so on vacation and it just stirs this thing inside of you. It's like you poisoning yourself all the time. So you you, have to be mindful of it. Because you might have forgave it, but you didn't forget it. You didn't forget it. And and just the right time, when just the right button is pushed, it can emerge. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's the danger part. I don't know if we do it, get it right or wrong because we basically say what we feel right, kind of like right away or we're, or when we do say it, it's gonna be like, "This is what I, this is what I feel. This is how you're making me feel." But that was a learning thing. We had to learn how to we, do that. No, because we didn't do we, that in the beginning. We didn't do it in the beginning. We did not that at was all. A lear- that we had to learn we how had to, to do learn. that process because in the beginning it was like, duh, 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 duh. or we do peaches and chaz, which was the best thing. When that's how that kind of got incorporated, and that way we were able to really communicate with each other with, without taking it to the other side, like without taking it into the marriage. We had to. Wherever Peaches and Chaz finished is where that conversation ended. We couldn't take it into the marriage or take it back on the other side and hold each other accountable for what we said. So Now, brief explanation of Peaches and Chaz. So, to our new family members. Yeah, because we've talked about it Yeah, before. because yeah. for our, our returning family members, we've said, we've talked about it before. But Peaches and Chaz is simply because we were best friends before we became husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And as best friends... 
you know, her nickname growing up was Peaches. Mm-hmm. My nickname growing up was Chaz. So the best friend version of us is Peaches and Chaz. Mm-hmm. So whenever we go into Peaches and Chaz mode, we take away title. We take away the husband title. We take away the wife title. Because it's about to go down. And we talk to each other as best friends. Because as best friends, we told each other everything. And it's about to go yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> it's about <laughs> to, to go, go down. down. Because Peaches and Chaz don't have any filters. Yeah. And Peaches and Chaz will say what needs to be said. Mm-hmm. And what we do is that once we have that conversation as Peaches and Chaz, mm-hmm. then whatever those two talk about, we don't bring into the marriage of Sanchez and Angela. Can't bring it back up and you can't hold it against the yeah. other person. So whatever you need to say has to be said within that context. Yeah. Because once Peaches and Chaz go to bed. That's it. And Angela and Sanchez reemerge. We can't have the same conversation. Mm-hmm. Can't have it. Yeah. Can't have it. So it's, it that has worked for us. Yeah, I that think has, well, once has, again, it was a learning lesson. So it's a it huge took us a while to get there. Learning lesson. Okay, so here's another question. What's up? What you got? What for are me? the top three ways you like to show you love me? Top three ways. Top three ways. Um, rubbing your head. Mm-hmm. Um, kissing your forehead. Mm-hmm. And rubbing your back. Okay. Those are the top three ways. Why? Why? And why? Um, rubbing your head. It's just. I don't know. I think it's soothing to you. I may be wrong because I've is. never asked you. It is. And you do it right on time if I'm going through something. Yeah. Then you'll rub my head or whatever. to like. So, yes, it is. Very much so. And then kissing your foreheads because the very first time my lips ever touched you, ever touched you, was I kissed your forehead. You did. Come on, somebody. You remember that. I remember that. Come on. We do it now. We've always done it. But I think... I didn't know that you remember why we do it. Yeah, You're no, like, I, I kiss your forehead now yeah. too. But no, I remember because it was you were standing at the very first apartment you were living was in. Was because I was short and you were taller than me? That's why you got the forehead. I'm just asking some <laughs> questions. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but the very first apartment and that you were living in when you mm-hmm. moved to Charlotte, and when you and I first met, and I dropped you off and did something, and when I was leaving, and mm-hmm. you were standing in the doorway, and I just kissed you in your forehead, and I left. Ah, yes, yeah, I did. remember. I remember. And then I just rubbed you back because I just feel like. I don't know. I there's I do know why cuz I can feel when you're off. Okay. I can feel I I know your spirit and I know when it's off. Mm. And so that's why I'll rub your back and that's why I'll, I'll rub your head. It's just cuz I know at that moment something's off and I'm just trying to help you find your way back. Find my way back. Oh, yeah. you're so sweet. I would marry again, but you told me no. So we're not going to do it. I asked him to marry me again. That joker told me he did it yeah, one nah, time. Yeah, one and done. Again. Yeah, nah, it's one and done. He said it's one and done. Yeah, it's one and who done. Who says we, that? We ain't doing that again. Like, who says that? Nah, it's one and done. Okay, so what's a spontaneous thing you've done recently to show you that you love, that you love, your, that you love, that you love me? Ouch. You okay? I move people. Sorry. You okay? Mm-hmm. Um, one spontaneous thing I did recently to mm-hmm. show you that I love you. Ooh, I don't. Recently, I don't know. I don't know if I've done anything recently spontaneous. I don't Should think I have. You love me? No, I no. Don't think so we ain't gonna get it. Like he last just last week. No. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna make anything up. No, no, we uh, don't want to make it up. No, no you have I, not. I, mean, I was gonna answer for you. But like, no, he did not. You have not. Yeah, I haven't because I I, I try to show you every day. Mm-hmm. Um, in I some try type to do in some type of way. I try to do something. Um, you know. While you're working or try to ask you, do you need anything or check in on you as you're working or whatever. Fix my lunch. Fix your lunch for you or, or go to the store for you if you need something and try right. to, so you don't have to. I, so I try to do a something every day, but it's as far as like one spontaneous thing, obey, I love you, I did this. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't done anything like that. Okay, I'm going to need you to put that on your bucket list. Okay, player. that'll be on okay. my calendar. That, Thank that's you. That's on my calendar. Thank you. 
What's a text message or email you sent that made me feel loved or romantic? When is a okay? Like, because I know that we text each other throughout the day, right? And so, and we do. Um, we tell each other we love each other. Are you okay? Do you need anything and stuff like that? Um, I know for me, I don't know why I'm answering, but I'm going to answer. I know for me, please answer. I normally will send you one of our favorite songs. And I'll yeah, text you will. It I love you, that. I love when you do that. From YouTube, and I'll yeah. be like thinking about you in the favorite song. What do you do? I think okay. Once again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. You got the toot toot bb. No, I think because I because I'm constantly sending those text messages. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm constantly sending you, hello beautiful, hey gorgeous, mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. The 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 because we have we're Apple users because we believe in God. <laughs> So we have like the really? like the emojis that are, like look like mm-hmm. us. So I'll send you one like with the heart eyes or thinking the one about the, you, the thinking about you or the kissing. Mm-hmm. So I, I do stuff like that all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's see. Oh my gosh, I can't. Uh, it's so many questions. And again, guys, just uh, just want to go back to this because I think I didn't say it in the beginning. Talk to me, what's up? Um, what I'm doing is I'm using the ultimate intimacy. We no, you to, did not say that. I in the did beginning. not say that. So last Wednesday when we did this, I used the ultimate inti- in- intimacy app. Thank you app. Go look it up. Go to your, you should have an Apple one. If you do, go to the Apple Store. Look it up. It should be in Google Play too. It should be in Google Play. We'll we'll post it on we'll, our page. We'll post it today. Yeah, it'll be posted. Yeah, yeah. Post it. it'll be posted. And um and basically it has it has um questions. Uh, okay, because I okay they have conversation starters. Love quizzes, resources, chats, games, positions. I ain't got to tell you what that is. Extras, products that you can buy. So this app is all about being intimate yeah. um, with your spouse or your significant other. And what I like, the reason why I like it so much, because it doesn't just talk about just romance. It just doesn't talk about sex and intimacy. It also talks about finances. Right. It also talks about career it talks about everything that's intimate to you so because i think when people look at this like oh it's talking about just the sex aspect of it but it's the whole aspect of you and your spouse being intimate your significant other being intimate in all areas of your life now your your, your get together also family if you've listened to us for any point in time you've Mm -hmm. noticed this is kind of a, a running theme for us we'll do episodes like this where we'll just ask each other questions and and provide answers and real time answers and real time feedback we do that for a reason. We do that because in every relationship, mm-hmm. you should always be having honest and true dialogue. Some conversation. Because what happens is the longer you get into a relationship, more things will intervene in between. Mm-hmm. You know, husband and wife, they start right beside each other. You know, like from the altar, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're as one right beside each other. Right. But the longer you get into your marriage now, okay bills come in that puts a little wedge Mm -hmm. and now kids come in that puts a wedge and now health comes in that puts a wedge and finances come in and puts a wedge and and now you have all these wedges and your conversation has changed where in the beginning your conversation was centered around the two of you Mm -hmm. your life together what your dreams are what your aspirations are now you're having conversations about the laundry now you're having conversations about the car. Now you're who having gonna, who doing the laundry this yeah. week? Who, who got you know, the laundry? Now you're having conversations about little Jimmy and what he did or didn't do in school. Not now, little Jimmy, baby. Yeah. Now you're having conversations about parents, about your parents, and because they're getting older. You know, they're getting older, mm-hmm. and so you're having all these conversations, and you stop having conversations, and not to take the importance of these conversations. Mm-hmm. 
but you start you stop having the conversations that's important to your relationship, relationship to your intimacy. Yeah, because there's why can't I say that word? Huh? It's okay. Intimacy. Did because, I say right? Yeah, you said okay, it right. Okay, great. Because there's two type there's two type of conversations. There's life conversations, mm-hmm. and then there's relationship conversations. Mm-hmm. And the longer you're in a relationship, the longer you're in your marriage, you find yourself having less relationship conversations and more life conversations. Yeah, and that's where it becomes a problem. And that's where it becomes a problem. Because you have, like, as Thanos, is that his name? Thanos. Thanos said, you have to be balanced. And I think you, you can you can do both, but you have to balance them both out and remind yourselves that the kids will go away and things will happen and people will leave. But if you guys are together forever, and that's what you said then you have to have these real conversations, these intimate conversations that you never thought about having, you know? So I got one more last question. Cause What's up? We're going to do, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to keep it as a moment. Because last week <laughs> it was 55 minutes. It was not a moment. Yeah. Last week's midweek moment was um two moments put together. Two, two moments together. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's why we ain't, we ain't even want to do another one because we had did that one forever. So here's the last question. What was your ideal of romance and marriage before you were married? Have you lived up to those expectations? Is there anything you would change? Ooh, I have. Um, let me push my pillow back so I can listen. In the in the second half of our marriage mm-hmm. is when I'm actually starting to get a grasp of romance. Okay. In the first part of our marriage, I did not have a grasp of romance. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have anyone to really teach me romance. Right. And I don't mean I don't mean in a perverted sexual way. I mean like I never because my biological father wasn't around mm-hmm. you know i didn't grow up in a two-parent household mm-hmm. so i never saw you know that husbandly love towards a wife mm-hmm. and as as much as i love my grandparents okay that was a totally totally different generation okay you know they as much as i love my grandparents i think i might have all the, i think i saw them only kiss maybe one time in my entire life wow. and that was when they renewed their vows i was the which i the most fun i ever had the most my honored most honored time you light to, up when you talk about your grandparents i love my grandparents <laughs> i got to be the um the ring bearer yeah. uh-huh in their when they renewed their vows on their 50th wedding anniversary right. And unless I'm wrong, I think that's the only time I remember ever seeing them actually kiss. Mm. So, like, I wonder, was it that generation? Like, it see, really we was. Not, see, ooh, we can't do it because no, I think it really was. Was because I, I, when I go back, I don't see a lot of affection in our, in our family either. In that older generation, yeah. like my grandmother or my great grandmother, they were together. Yeah, they were together. You knew there was some love. You didn't equate you. I equated them loving each other versus being in love. Yeah, if that makes sense, right? Like yeah. I knew they loved each other. They were comfortable. They was there, ride or die, regardless. And they probably were in love, but I just didn't see it. To I didn't. I didn't consider the in. I didn't consider the in love and the love. I didn't. I just. I knew they loved each other. Yeah, and it you was, know, but it but, always made me wonder. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. They. I think the fight is for us now. Um, I've always been very judgmental. Towards my parents, um, but toward, towards my grandparents, right. because, and I'm like, when I get married, I'm gonna do things differently. But I've seen us separate, basically, where you're in the room playing your game all day, and I'm in the other part of the room, and and we've done that days at a time, and really not had anything to say. Maybe come back together in the kitchen and and do stuff. And I remember like, dang, do they even like, or they we would go some, I would go somewhere with them, and they wouldn't talk the entire drive, right. Um, and I'd be like, dang, do they even care? You know, like I said, I didn't see them hug. Like, we hug in the kitchen. We hug everywhere. Or we kiss everywhere. And the kids be like, can y'all get a room? Get a life. Get anything. But just don't do this while we're here. And or if we're outside. And I was just wondering, you know, being very judgmental to them. Because, but until you get married, 
um, until you have life, like you said, and and if you don't have the knowledge that there's life conversations and there's relationship conversations, yeah. and they're not all one, um, and I and I I judge them so harshly. Nate was together sixty, seventy, my, especially my grandparents were together about sixty or seventy years because both passed away when they one was eighty nine, I think grandma was ninety two. Ninety two, you know, yeah, and so though. they had been together since teenagers. Yeah, my grandparents as well. Yeah, they so, were together to death. So I think we judged it too harshly. Yeah, because they've been in the game for so long. You and, know, I don't know. I'm just thinking. Yeah, and and then like with me, no one had that conversation with me about you mm-hmm. know, as a man, as a husband. This is how you love your wife. Mm-hmm. This is what you do mm-hmm. to show your because in that generation was get a job, pay the bills. Yeah, that's how you show you. That's how you show your family you love them. Pay the bills as a man. As a man, mm-hmm. pay the bills. Put a roof over their head. Pay the bills. Make mm-hmm. sure the lights on. Make sure there's food. Pay the bills. Yeah, you know because because my grandmother wanted for nothing as far as it comes to that. Right. You know she wanted for nothing, but as far as you know, so. I'm I'm willing to wager everything I have that no one had that conversation with my grandfather mm-hmm. to say this is how a man loves his wife. This is what a man does, you know, when it comes to the affectionate part right. of it. Mm-hmm. And then again, you got to remember that generation of men wasn't affectionate anyway. Mm-hmm. From I, I'll say that same thing from my experience. So yeah. people like my grandfather and grandmother was. I'm just we just I'm saying speaking from, from, our, my experience. from our experience and what we what we experienced. And you got to remember, my mm-hmm. grandfather was born in 1919. So so here we go. So have you lived up to your expectation of what you, um, what you perceive marriage is going to be and what you were going to do in your marriage? Have you? I had li- no expectations coming okay. in. And when I say that, I know that sounds, I know that sounds you wrong. Have any now? I do now. Um, Are you living up to them, or is there something you could change? Or? I always feel like I'm falling short when it comes to that. Why? I always do. Why? Um, I. It's it's a personal thing for me. It's an insecurity of my, of me. Mm-hmm. Has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. I I always feels like when it comes to me being a father, when it comes to being a husband, mm-hmm. being a provider, whatever mm-hmm. in this realm, I always feel like I'm falling short, no matter mm-hmm. what I do. So, and no, when it comes to do, I feel like I'm living up to my expectation. No, and it's simply because I always feel like I'm falling short. Mm-hmm. I, I think that you are, and, I, and I'm not trying to teach you. I think you, 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 you're more than what I expected. You're more oh. than what I asked God for. I, because I think there's some things about you that I didn't even know that I needed. Right. So I couldn't pray and ask for them. So because I couldn't pray and ask for them, the Bible says that the, God knows your moans and your groans and mm-hmm. your inner thinking. And I think He knew exactly what I needed, and He put that inside of you. So that way, when you did come, I'm like, oh. I needed that. Oh, I didn't know I needed rest. Oh, I didn't know I need somebody to tell me that I that they they forgive me and be the bigger person. Whatever. Yeah, but anyway. No. Always gotta have somebody anyway, that's willing to be the bigger but person. Just didn't know that those things that I prayed for that I needed. I knew certain things that I wanted, but the other things that came with you, I didn't know that I needed. And right. I'm so grateful um that God knew what I needed versus I me. You. So so that's that. So we're gonna we're gonna leave hmm. it right there with a midweek so, moment. What's your um what's your final thought? Um I don't have a final thought. I just think that, um, yeah, I do have a final thought. I think that you hit it on the nose that this is important to have these conversations. I know we up here and we just ask, I'm just asking him questions and he's just answering, but it is the core essence of what marriage is, yeah. is the core es- essence of being with each other. I think when you been with each other five years or six years or going, I think even after three years, you should still be asking questions. You should still be having conversation. You know what I'm saying? Because the longer you're in it, you have, this is, this is, this is for life. This is not like, 
and we're gonna all change. We're not yeah. gonna we're not gonna be the same. And so we should be able to have these conversations. And if we don't know how to, then we get stuff like this. And again, they are not. Um, we're not a uh, part of them. Uh, yeah, we're not sponsored. We're not sponsored. But but I just found this to be very interesting. I found it to be really good um, to ask these questions that I may not have thought to ask you before. I like that. So here's my final thought. What's your final um, thought? Actually, my final thought is actually more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. So I challenge my married couple family who are listening. I challenge you to have a conversation that has nothing to do with finances, nothing to do with the house, children. nothing to do with children, work, work, <laughs> bills, family. I challenge you to have a conversation strictly based on the two of you. Yeah. Dream together again. Yeah. I think couples, when you first get together, um, we do a lot of dreaming and we do a lot of bucket lists and what we're going to do. And then you get in it and get in it and the bucket get thrown in the closet. The list get, you know, rolled up and put back in the tube or whatever and go back in the tube for later. And I think that they, you need to dream again. I think couples need to dream again. So I challenge you to have a conversation Mm -hmm. strictly about your relationship, Mm -hmm. strictly about each other. Yeah. Ask each other if you've never had the conversation of what is romance to you mm-hmm. because like i said in the beginning of, the, of this particular episode yes all words have a certain meaning however certain words mean certain things to certain people mm-hmm. so have a conversation find yeah. if you've never husbands if you've never asked your wife what is her definition of romance mm-hmm. ask her wives if you because men like to be romanced as well. That's why I'm asking all the questions. Yeah. So, wives, if you've never sat down and asked your husband, you know, what is his what is his definition of romance? Ask him and have the conversation. And also, I just want to piggyback off that before we go. Also, ask your spouse, your wife or husband, what's on their bucket list. Oh, I like that. You know, like yeah. Outside of you guys being together, yeah, right. Not, that's a given. Not, not your you marriage, guys together forever is a, is a given. Not your marriage bucket list, but what has been your individual bucket list? And if it hasn't, and those did it get fulfilled? You know, has it been getting fulfilled, or did you put the bucket list to the side because you got married or because you're in a relationship? And if so, how do you both bring the bucket list back out and go into the bucket list and do the things? that you wanted to do you know what i'm saying yeah. like because like you said life happens and the next thing you know this bucket list of all these things you want to do i want to travel here and want to get put on the back burner so i'm into so do that too do that too it. yeah so yeah. family yeah thank you guys for hanging in there with yes. us i don't know why i just did that it's okay that? it's okay you do do what you feel do what mm-hmm. you feel whatever the spirit leads you to do let me to do that so family we thank you guys thank we you thank guys you for so being much. a part of this yes. um, as always we consider ourselves an interactive podcast mm-hmm. you can find us on the socials go Socials. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, all in the Crenshaw Corner. You can email us at the Crenshaw Corner yes. at gmail.com. Once again, the Crenshaw Corner at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play Music, yes. iHeartRadio, and our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. Crenshawcorner.com. Family, welcome to our journey. We love you guys. Bye.